Hi, welcome to the Love at First Write podcast, where we talk about all things romance writing and reading with your podcast hosts, Lucy Mitchell, Bettina Hunt, and myself, Lucy Keeling. We'll be talking through yours and our book writing woes, what we're enjoying reading and how we can get the words down. You can find us on all the streaming platforms and across all the socials. Hi, welcome to the Look First Right podcast, and this is our Christmas special. Whoop, 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 whoop. Um, just a very, very special one-off podcast. Um, let's get straight into it, though. Um, how are we doing? Where are we up to? How how's it been since we finished season one? Um, who wants to go first? Bettina, do you want to go first? <laughs> I don't know where I left it now. I can't remember. I think I was sort. Of- Fiddling along, maybe, or had I just got into my writing groove? Not sure. No, Bettina, However, I, I can tell you now, Bettina, not to jump in and steal your thunder in any way, shape, or form. The last time we officially aired the podcast, you were working on something entirely different. Oh, yes. So I'm just giving that's, that's your starting point. Yes, thank you for reminding me because I'm getting old and I do forget these things. Um, yes, I started writing something and then I didn't stop. Until I finished the first draft, yay! And then I went all out because that's what I do. I just go all out when I once I'm on that train. And I've got a new release coming out. I don't know if I should say it now or should I say it at the end? Say it now, loudly and proudly. Go for it now. Okay, well, on the 16th of January, I'll have a brand new romantic comedy coming out called Sing For Me. And Uh, I do all going to love it just as much as I've loved writing it it just right uh, up until the middle of October I hadn't even thought about this story and then all of a sudden it just came to me and I didn't stop writing it so I mean uh, yeah <laughs> so that's I mean, my update but it's one of those things isn't it we've talked so much about process and writing first draft and editing and all the rest of it and then Bettina just comes and she's like mm, I've had this idea and then within the space of like a, a podcast season break it's been written it's been edited there's a cover been revealed and a publication date announced like that's amazing I know and that's one of the beauties of being a um an independent rather than um a traditionally published author is that we can do things quite quickly when we Absolutely. need to rather than having to wait sort of a couple of years well I mean mm-hmm. I know things do get done quicker but that's just one of the bonuses of doing your own thing you've got your own deadlines your own dates to to play around with and I get to make my own covers which I love and it looks amazing congrats Bettina that's like it's blown me away I wish I could do like in that time scale what you've done but I I just think it's absolutely incredible congratulations yeah thank you great it's great I've I've read I read the first draft and it is really really good honestly so well proud of Bettina Lucy Kay what have you been up to oh (laughs) Right. Yeah. So I um I did uh, 12k of a new book um in oh. the start of November. Thanks. And then I didn't. And basically what happened was my second unit of uni started and it was really complicated. It is 
really, really complicated and massively outside my area of expertise. Just FYI, if we have any listeners that are listening that are interested in micro or macroeconomics and would like to feed into this, please do get in touch. But I, um, yeah, I, if anybody that knows me knows that that is so not within my wheelhouse economics and me. No, 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 no. Um, so that has taken up all my energy trying to do that. And I won't bore you with all the details of it, but my assignment's due in next week and I'm absolutely cacking myself. But anyway, so, you know, not like fiction writing, not great. However, I did get some creative time in between all of that and realised that actually I wanted to restart it. And I think I've made it stronger as a result. So once I've got this assignment sent off next week, I can sit down. I was just going to say I can sit down and start writing, but realistically, I'm going to be wrapping presents. Anyway. Cool. That's my update. Well, yeah. Way. Okay. Lucia. Lucia. Uh, Lucia, that's myself. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I announced on social media this week that my third book is coming out. It's called The Car Share. Um, it's coming out in April with Bud Hand Books, and I'm really excited about it. And it's gone to the editor. So, yeah. So, watch this space. So exciting. Yep, yeah, yeah, I am excited about this one. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit different than the other ones. Um, hang on, does this mean you've got three book babies under like twelve months old? Uh, yes, yes, and then yeah, 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 and then I've got another one coming out in August. But yeah, so I'll have uh, four book babies under one. Oh my god, on a roll, noisy. Yeah, can't, yeah, Um, right then, so let's get on to our Christmas edition. So in this episode, what we thought we'd do is we do a little review of the podcast episodes we've enjoyed and we'll talk about them. So who wants to go first? May I go first? I'd love, I'd love to, because everything kind of, the two episodes that I've picked really fitted with the whole, I've just, written the novel and I'm getting it out so the first one that I picked was tropes now that for me was an education and and it might sound ridiculous but it was an education for me and the lovely Lucy Kate was was injecting all that enthusiasm and saying like how important it was to uh, have the tropes and hit the tropes because that's what your readers are expecting and when I got the idea for this book that I just started back in October, before I'd even started, I'd, I'd made a note of the tropes. I'd never done that before. And so I can put it all down, purely down, to this podcast. That is amazing. And now, every time I look at anything, I'm, I, or any idea that comes into my head, I'm like, what tropes is this? What does this do? How, how, how is this going to fit into what readers expect from us? And yeah, I'd never thought of that before. It, it, I know it sounds ridiculous, but I think in my sort of neurodivergent brain, those kind of things were not happening, and now they are. And it, and I put it down to the podcast. So that that's my first one, the um, podcast episode of Tropes. And if you haven't listened to it, do go back and listen to it because it's amazing and an education. <laughs> I don't want to repeat myself. Should I say my next one or should we... Should we Let's go around. around. Lucy yeah. Kay, it's your first one that you talk about? Um, uh, my first one is Sexy Times. A classic. Um, a classic. Um, I'm not... Uh, for me, because I just think um, it's one of those... <laughs> I'm just going to say it's one of those subjects I'm dead happy to discuss. <laughs> Don't quite know what I mean by that. Um, 
But I just think it's really relevant. Um, should it be included? Should it not be included? Different readers' tastes. And then I think when you look at it commercially from a market point of view, what's happened in the UK, what's happening in the US, and I think there's a definite push towards more books with sexy times in it. But anyway, I just uh, it was a topic that I was happy to chat at length about. And um, yeah, I just think it makes obviously for a really interesting podcast as well, doesn't it? Yes, it does. It was it was a very interesting podcast. That one actually, it's one of our top performers. I was uh, going to say that it's one of the most popular ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, so my top favourite was obviously Kim Nash's um, talk. I think it was episode three or four. Um, I thought she was really inspirational in all that she said, and I thought it was really interesting the whole uh, perspective from the publisher that she gave on that podcast episode. And she also left me with a lighthouse ornament addiction. So I'm probably about three lighthouses in. So thanks, Kim, for that. <laughs> it's podcast reaching people in ways they weren't expecting. But exactly. I just want to echo that, though. I think Kim was absolutely incredible. She was fun. And the, the like, wealth of knowledge, because she's not only like working as for a publisher, she's also an indie author and a traditionally published author with a different publisher. She's just like absolutely incredible and you're so right just an inspiration and also um her books are amazing as well just in case anybody's yeah, going oh, yeah. read next then just yes. out on that one yeah i am a reader fan of kim nash so yeah it, it that episode really worked for me in a number of ways so uh bettina what's your second one well just before i move on to i i just wanted to say that having kim nash and having the interviewee was really a fun thing for us to do here at the uh, podcast too um so I'd never really done any interviews before and um, I had great fun doing that and, and she was a great, um, great guest. So, but moving on to my second episode, my favourite one, <laughs> again, like I said, it ties in with everything I've just been doing in the last couple of months and that is first drafts. Now, um, some people hate them, some people love them. As you might have guessed, I love first drafts getting those words down. And it's interesting because I, I want to be completely honest here. Every week you've probably heard me coming along and I'll go, oh, well, I haven't quite managed to do this. And, oh, I haven't managed to do that. And then all of a sudden, as soon as that inspiration took hold, I just went with it and I set myself a goal each day. Now, I know not everybody does that because they don't want to have a, a writing goal that they might not be able to achieve. But for me, goals are so important. They're hugely important for me to have a sense of accomplishment. And so I set myself a goal. I think I start, I, I think I did one and a half thousand a day. And then I kept pushing it. And by the end, I was doing 3,000 a day. Now, that might not be a lot for some people because I've seen on social media some people manage to do about 10,000 well I can't do that um I, my life doesn't allow me to do that but I found like a sort of sweet spot between the 2,000 and 3,000 and yeah that, that that's where it was and getting the ideas for the first draft I love the first draft and I'm not going to go on obviously too much because I've got a whole episode dedicated to it but I would just like to say that when the first draft, anything goes. And that's how I that's how I um, approach it. I don't sit there going back and rereading what I've done and analysing it and then editing it as I go along. I just sit down. Sometimes I read like the last sort of page just before to see what was happening before. If I haven't stopped it midway, but stopping midway is quite a good thing to do. And if I haven't done that, 
then I will just literally just write. And then when I finish that first draft, when I go back, it's quite a revelation reading what I wrote. It's quite, it's like, oh, did I write that? Uh, <laughs> so there's a whole story there that I didn't know that I actually had written. So yeah, that's, um, I'd love you all to go back and listen to the first draft one and hopefully it'll inspire you as much as it inspires me. Fab. Amazing. Amazing, yeah. Uh, amazing. Oh, Lucy K. Well, mine, mine ties in with that quite nicely because my um, second choice is how to start writing. Um, so that's step just before the first draft. Um, and the reason why I chose that is because, every, and I, I laugh about it, but I genuinely do feel like every time I think I'm going to sit down with a new idea and start, I feel like I have to Google how to write a novel. And that, that's me four books in at this point, um, as in four published books in. I still feel that sense of, oh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Um, and I think that's partly because it changes every time I do it as well. But um, knowing like that you can just start or you can plan or you can have some creative space first and jot down some basic ideas. Like there's no one size fits all, but like just start somewhere and it's it's going to be okay and then just enjoy the process and then hopefully you'll have amazing first draft experience like Bettina whereas I'm a bit of a nightmare with my first drafts in so much that once I've got it written down it almost feels like it's like almost etched in stone so I have to remember that and actually take a lot more time in the preparing before writing stage which again, if you, I think I said this in the podcast, which I'm a nightmare for because it feels like I'm not being productive. If I'm not getting those word counts down, if I'm not sat sweating at a laptop, it feels like I'm not being productive. But actually, if I don't have that headspace where I'm thinking through characters and settings and tropes or whatever beforehand, then I'll rush into a first draft too soon and it'll quickly fall apart and I'll lose momentum. So yeah, that's, that was the second one for me. Cool. Um, and the second one for me is probably, I was going to say rejections, but actually I think editing, I think editing might come into it because um, I've been editing my car share novel. Um, and yeah, I, I I think it is like the, the secret ingredient for a book is editing. When I was a, a newbie writer, when I was young and fresh faced many moons ago, um, <laughs> I, I never really sort of I couldn't understand why somebody would go through their novel like hundreds and hundreds of times. I didn't, I didn't get that. I thought it was a form of, you know, maybe a form of writer madness, but, um, or procrastination. Yeah. Like literally it was a quick edit, but now I really see the value of doing different types of edits and going over your work and having that space in between if you can, because it does really help. Um, and it does make you change your opinion of your novel as well. But anyway, yeah, so I'm going to say the editing one, I thought that was a really useful episode and some really useful tips. Cool. Okay. So, um, should we do a reading update? Has anybody been reading anything? Lucy Kay, you're nodding. I made notes. <laughs> um, firstly, because... I mean, I don't know if this is going to be mentioned elsewhere because I know I'm not the only one that's read this one. Um, the Xmas Holidays by Zoe Allison. I, th- I just feel like it's Christmas and this book needs a shout out. So um, I just think it was incredible. Absolutely loved it. Um, I also think Zoe's amazing. So please do, if you're interested in a Christmas funny rom-com um, with an incredible meet-cute, <laughs> um, very 
What did you say? You called it did when we spoke about it last time, Lisa Mitchell. I think you called it very cheeky, meet cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the word cheeky is probably the best. Yeah, the best. Um, <laughs> so yeah, unique opening. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Unique. Opening. Yeah, <laughs> it has. Um, so do go and check that out. And then uh, because, dear listeners, I know you will have um, heard me mention on more than one occasion uh, my love of fan fiction. You'll be happy to hear that I've dragged myself out of my fan fiction cave. Um, I, I can still see it. I'm sure I'll be back there again soon. Um, but instead, I've tried to read books that were more like commercially successful to try and be a bit more like savvy as to what's going on in the market again. So I read Catherine Center's The Bodyguard, which is amazing. She is fantastic. She is the bodyguard. That's all I'm going to say on that one. Absolutely awesome. And I also read Elsie Silver's Cowboy series because that was a big TikTok hit or BookTok hit. And I wanted to find out what all the fuss was about. Oh, Bettina. Busy. Yeah, you have been. Bettina? Um, yeah, I've read um, I've read two books recently. Josie Silver's A Winter in New York. That's my uh, Christmas recommendation. And also, I read this completely different book for me, but I've found out since that it sold hundreds of thousands. So where was I when this was happening? It's Rainbow Rowell's Attachments. And it's the blurb got me because I just thought it was really funny. Uh, The idea (laughs) of this guy, he's literally paid to trawl through people's emails at work uh, flagging up any problems and warning them and banning them um, from these emails getting through and uh, yeah he gets attached to uh, someone who's writing these emails at his work and it's brilliant I couldn't put it down loved it so I can Ooh. see why they sold hundreds of thousands let's hope that um, my next one will do the same <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, I have sort of veered away from Christmassy stuff and I read My Roommate is a Vampire, which is by Jenna Levine and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought that was... I've seen that advertised everywhere. Is that a YA one? Um, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, but it was. Um, it's a great take on the vampire romance. I, I, I good. Oh, yeah, I thought it was really quite funny. And uh, yeah, do you think I downloaded it? it? Yeah, definitely, definitely one if you fancy a bit of a a bit of a laugh. And uh, yeah, it's just different. But there we go. Okay, cool. Okay, so between now and the next time we're back, which is early next year, what do we hope to achieve? Well, for me, I hope to achieve uh, domination in the Amazon charts. Yes, we like to hear it. I mean, you know, why not? Let's um, go big. Let's aim aim for the stars, right? And (laughs) beside that, though, I am planning, as soon as I've launched, um, released this uh, releasing for me, um, I've already started another novel and about uh, 15,000 words into that one. So I've put everything aside so that I can get this one out in January, but I'll be returning to that one. That'll be another rom-com, and so that's what I will be doing. And hopefully, by the time we get back, I will have finished that and planning a launch date for that one. You're a machine. I love it. Love it. That's amazing. Well, it's just a plan. It's not not to say it's going to happen, because I don't know what's going to happen in my life, you know. But, uh, yeah, that's... a. I like to plan things and have have goals and challenge and challenge myself. So fingers crossed. Cool, Lucy K. What you what are you going to do between now and then? 
What am I going to, what am I not going to Finish, finish your novel. I am going to hopefully just do a first draft of something, anything at this point. I'm really, I'm, I'm, <laughs> like these damned uni assignments just keep getting in the way a little bit. I'm, I'm hoping that I might have some time over Christmas and New Year um, to try and get a few words down. But realistically though, it's always madness around that time of year anyway, isn't it? I'll try. No, I want, I'm going to use some of Bettina's ambition and enthusiasm here. I'm going to declare it. I'm going to finish a first draft by the time we come back. Thank you. Right. Well, feel free to uh, hit me up on socials. I'll help you out if you need any motivation. I absolutely will. Thank you so much. Cool. Um, Well, I've actually got two drafts at 40,000 words and I really do need to either decide which one i'm gonna finish or finish both of them so yeah so i did i know i know i know i i wrote one to forty thousand words and then i wrote another one and it's at forty thousand words and i'm i need to write just decide what i'm gonna do with them <laughs> the pair of you just loving your work this is incredible yeah yeah, not, yeah we'll see we'll see amazing oh, no well. seriously i do think that you know, you should be giving yourselves pats on the backs because that is an incredible amount of wordage. Well done. Mm, honestly, I'm just sorry to interrupt. I was just going to say that, honestly, for me, having had the podcast, it has been inspiring and that's what's really helped me get those words down because I realised just how much I just kept saying every week, well, you know, I kind of did this and I kind of did that. And then I just thought, you know, I need to... I'm giving out all this advice or we're chatting about how we do everything. I need to uh, practice what I preach, don't I? So, you know. Brilliant. uh, Brilliant. (laughs) Cool. Okay, then. Um, Well, I think that's it. So we just need to wish our listeners a very Merry Christmas. Super huge, massive, great, big, huge. Sorry to interrupt you, Lucy. A huge, super huge, massive, huge. She's a writer. You can tell by her extensive vocabulary. Thank you <laughs> to everybody that yes. downloaded and listened to our podcast. Like, and thank you so much. there's a thousand of you. So thank you yeah. to each and every one of you. That's incredible. Yeah. And the people who shared and liked and commented and sent us little messages. You're all lovely. And yeah, uh, yeah have a lovely Christmas. Yeah. yeah. This first season has been fab. And uh, can't wait to come back for oh, season yes. number two. Yeah, and don't forget to let us know what you want in season two as well. Otherwise, we'll just crack on as we are doing. And the usual chaos, which a thousand of you have quite enjoyed. So, um, but yeah, let us know if you do have any ideas. Thank you very much, ladies. Thank you. you. Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening this week. And if you've enjoyed um, our show, please do leave us a review. We'd be eternally grateful. And uh, join us next week for yet another Love at First Right podcast.